Savage Mind Podcast listeners, big apology for me that I am behind a couple of podcasts and that usually does not happen. I always say that and I usually get my criteria and my goals met before the end of the month. This month, that may not happen. And although I could give legitimate excuses and reasons, at the end of the day, there's still just that. Excuses, and they're not legitimate. Shit, it is May. We're coming up on Memorial Weekend. We've had Mother's Day. We, I've did one podcast this month. I can sit here and go over uh, the difficulties I've had with trying to figure out with going to subscription only. All of you listening, I'm going to lift the subscription um, tag on this podcast and a few other ones so y'all can listen because it's not y'all's fault, anyone's fault, that this has been difficult. And to my subscribers, my very few subscribers, but my loyal subscribers, and I'm grateful for, it shouldn't be this difficult. It was not intentionally. If you know me, you know that that's the truth. Uh, I access the new tools and the new resources and seeing things I was missing out on. Uh, as I've said in many podcasts in the, uh, uh, recently uh, about it's not about me making more money because I promise you it's not enough <laughs> at all. Uh, the plan is to do this for a living one day uh, and we're in se- halfway through season four. So the more subscriptions I get, the more platforms I can get on, and the more people I can reach. And if you're listening, you should want that for me. You should want that for this podcast, especially if you're considering coming on one day and you're in support of what this stands for. But I follow the the, the steps and uh, what everything it prompted me to do, and my subscribers, anyone that was trying to resubscribe which I knew they would have to do that. My apologies to everyone. It's ha- our, our, everyone's having difficulty, including us. Uh, we try to get on there and subscribe ourselves just to, just to check, and we're having problems too. And um, So Spotify, my podcast has always been on Spotify. Big shout out to Spotify. But Anchor is the platform that put me on was for podcasters, and now that they merged, I'm not. I don't understand all of it. And in my, and being honest about it, I haven't researched all of it. They, Spotify and Anchor merged, and it's called Spotify for podcasters now. And um, I'm gonna figure it out. And in the meantime, I'm gonna open up some of my. Episodes that I have locked and made subscription only because the way it was supposed to be set up was a monthly subscription now going forward, which was like $10 a month. And you can't listen to any of the ones that are locked until you subscribe. And then it was I was trying to set a monthly fee, uh, a specific fee for episodes in the past that had a lot of downloads had a lot of listens uh, I, I got no monetary value for it all I got no money for that and let's let's just an example so if the monthly subscription is ten dollars a month maybe those episodes might be three dollars if you want to hear them again or somebody new wanted to hear them that would be separate 
And that's the way that it was set up, I thought. And now it's difficult. So I'm going to... Hopefully I have that worked out by the next episode or next week. I'm going to work on it this weekend. I have other obligations. So we're we're rounding out the end of the month. And I'm going to do my best to get two to three more episodes done, counting this one. So that will give me my goal for the month still. Uh, Last season, I tried to make it a goal of two episodes per week which would be eight episodes per month, and I still have not got there. I think when I have guests on and I have a little studio and I have this fucking done or somewhere else, I think that will happen. Uh, I'll be, I'm will be i real eager to have the people on. They probably think they're never coming on now, and that's not the case <laughs> at all, but I, I think I could really do that. But again, I still work a full-time job. I have a full-time family. I, I train, I feel like almost full-time, I have a home, I have other responsibilities until I can access more time and have someone else take care of these things, that's the fucking deal and that's how it goes. So, I'm still going to get two or three more episodes this month, at least two after this one, but I apologize to you, all of you, and uh, at least it's not charging you in the meantime, uh, I hope that y'all still really want to subscribe, and I appreciate you following and listening to this podcast, but I need your subscriptions. That's just the way it goes. So, what I want to talk about in this podcast, it's another, tra- uh, another uh, excuse me, fitness training podcast, which is everyone knows, if you listen to this, you know me in real life, that I do Spartan races, I am not elite, I am not a badass, I don't compare myself. I don't think I'm anything other than what the fuck I am. And with what I am, I'm very confident and secure with those things. And so, um, this is my about my 10th year doing Spartan. And when I say 10 years, 10 years for some people might be 100 races. It might be 300 fucking races. It might be 10, one a year. I'm somewhere between 10 and 14 probably i've done every spartan race multiple times and so in spartan there's multiple levels and they've changed it over the years i may miss some stuff today uh you have spartan sprint the spartan super you have the spartan beast and then you have the spartan ultra beast now they have spartan trail i haven't done that i should be doing that uh, I believe that's no obstacles and just running. And I believe they have the Hurricane Heat and the uh, Spartan Death Race, which that's another level I have to get into the criteria of that. But the main thing is Spartan Sprint. Uh, this is this is what I'm going to go over the best of my knowledge from my own experience of doing, I believe, my somewhere between 12th and 15th race this last weekend. Um just Spartan. I've done a lot of other stuff, as you know, but Spartan alone, 12 to 15 races combined between all of those. Uh, I probably would say Sprint, the shortest one, is where a lot of people start with. I love Spartan. I do. And it's changed over the years, and some things I like more, some things I like less. And it's just my own opinion, and my, again, Let me back up. Not opinion, my own experience. And I'm giving my opinion based off of my experience. Um, 
Spartan Sprint, they call it a 5K, which is 3.1 miles, 20 obstacles uh, in the rugged terrain, wherever it's at, depending on the weather, depending on the temperature, depending on the terrain and where you're at, what state, what region, all that, all them, all that factors in. So let me just be clear about this. You can run these races and run the same distance and the same obstacles on another course or the same course sometimes, and your time will be totally fucking different depending on the people, depending on the uh, the uh, uh, the crowds, depending on how cluttered it is, depending on the elevation and the terrain and the temperature, and all these variables matter. I've ran this course I ran this weekend. I think I've done, let me see. Ooh. Mm. About six or seven times, which would be the sprint and the super, the super more. And I've had different outcomes every time and ran in different classifications from open to competitive age group. So the Spartan Sprint is 3.1 miles, 20 obstacles is what they call it. Actually, I think this weekend it's something like 3.4 to 3.7 and 20 obstacles. That also doesn't count how many burpees you do. That now they have the penalty laps. For me, I talked about this in the Spartan Ultra in 2021. I never had seen a penalty lap myself until 2021 when I did the Spartan Ultra. So I thought they were just for the Spartan Ultra. Before that, I had my last race was the Beast and the Sprint, which was back to back. Just like I did back-to-back races this weekend uh, in 2019. So I didn't do Spartan races in 2020. Uh, I did. I concentrated on uh, some other things, my own challenges, and transitioning into ultra. Not ultra Spartan, for those who don't know. Ultra running, which ultra running is anything above a marathon, which is usually 30 miles or over, as I have explained in other podcasts. So I've never had seen a penalty lap. I'm guessing, uh, I haven't did the research, a penalty lap is probably about two to 300 meters maybe. I, I, I'll look for sure. And uh, that adds time. That adds distance because that's not part of the course. Uh, some of the things on the course, the penalty lap is an option instead of burpees, which is what I'm seeing now. And my first, let's see, Six years or seven years of doing Spartan, I never seen a penalty lap. It it was thirty burpees per obstacle bypassed or obstacles you failed at. Period. That's the way it was. Now I do the penalty laps, and I'm glad to do them. I fucking hate burpees, but I'll do them. But when it wasn't an option to do the penalty lap, I did the fucking burpees. So Spartan Sprint supposed to be my five k and twenty obstacles. But it's still not actually a 5K. A Spartan Super is supposed to be a 10K now. That's what my shirt, all my shirts say the last two years. And 25 obstacles with penalty laps and burpees, whatever you do. A Spartan Beast is 15 and some change miles and 30 to 35 obstacles. And a Spartan Ultra is... 
is what a beast is, but it's double. It's called the Ultra Beast. So if you go out and you do the Spartan Beast, you're going to do 15 miles and some change. may come out to about 16 miles, and you're going to do about 30, 35 obstacles, penalty laps, and burpees. If you do the Ultra, you got two laps of that. So it comes out to like 32 miles, I believe, and some change, and about 60, 65 obstacles plus burpees plus penalty laps. Um, I've done a shitload of both of them. and uh, So, the sprint, when I started, it would say three to five miles or something like that. Now they've dialed it back, trying to call it a 5K, and it's closer to a 5K than it is th- uh, four to five miles. The Super is the one I've done the most. I believe I've done that. Let me see. About eight times. That was the race I started with. So there's four levels of, of the main Spartan. Sprint, Super, Beast, Ultra Beast. The Super is the second. The first time I did one, I didn't want to drive the distance to up by Austin and just do a sprint. So I did the Super. At that time... It said 8 to 10 miles, I believe. And we got the end of 8 miles. I think this was like 2000. The first one I did was like 2013. I think this might have been 2014. Somewhere in there. I said, hey, it says 8 miles. We're done. It said, this is fucking Spartan. Keep going till you see see the signs that you're done. Which I love that kind of shit. So you can't measure your time because it might have been a couple miles longer. Sometimes they just would decide that the race was going to be longer. And there were no fucking penalty laps. It was burpees and burpees only. If you didn't complete an obstacle or you chose not to do it. Or you physically couldn't do it. Which is understandable sometimes. Sometimes it's... Like I have injuries right now. That there are obstacles that would normally not be that difficult for me. That it's not even that heavy. It's not that physically demanding. They're reasonably tough for some people. I'm not saying I'm a badass. I'm saying I usually, if I didn't have the injuries I had, I could get through them pretty efficiently, and I can't now. So on those obstacles, I don't even fuck with them. I go straight to the burpees or penalty lap. Sometimes I've noticed lately, the last couple of years, sometimes it only be me and a couple of people doing burpees. Do I do all 30? Probably not. When there's 10, 20, 30, 50 people not doing them at all, sometimes I lose count because I'm tired and fatigued. Sometimes I think, well, I'm doing 20, 25, no one's doing them at all. So that also would make a difference in your time because I notice now there's no one monitoring people making them do it. That's also the difference with running competitive age group versus open. And I've ran with open lately, and I'll talk about that later, too. I shouldn't have ran with open. Open means every fucking body. And believe me, it's every fucking body. Taking fucking selfies, clogging up the trail. And look, I'm all about it. If you come out and you do a Spartan, and all you can do is walk. It's just like a half marathon, a 10K, a half marathon, or a marathon. If you even show the fuck up and decide to come out there and walk, I'm all about it. But I have different thoughts If you do decide to come out there and walk and take pictures the whole time, I think you should be in a specific heat by yourself. All groups, church groups, CrossFit groups, friend groups, Starbucks group, whatever it is. 
that's another story. So the the sprint, they've scaled it back. They only have about three to five obstacles. They even require burpees. And of course, me too. Even as I feel as tough as I am, I would rather do a penalty lap than burpees. Uh, burpees slow you down. They wear you out. 30 each one. I think the most I've ever did in a Spartan was I've done about 250 to 290 burpees. No shit. And my time sucked. Uh, I'm, at the time, too, also, I did a race the day before. No excuse, but I did. I was sore, and I was beat up. So, at this point, I think I've done the super seven times. I've done the sprint about four or five. I've done the beast twice, and I've done the ultra once. So, again, the sprint now is a 5K. It used to be three to five miles, a 5K, and some change, uh, and 20 obstacles. A super used to be 8 to 10, 6 to 10, 6 to 9, or somewhere in there. Now it's a 10K, they call it, 25 obstacles. The beast being approximately 15 to 16 miles and 30 obstacles, and the ultra beast being 30-plus miles, 60 to 65 obstacles. And that's the only one, as far as that's concerned, is – you have to meet a certain cutoff time at your halfway point, which is considered your first lap. And if you do not make that cutoff time, they will tell you you cannot continue the race because you're not going to run faster. So, I set a goal this year. I, I, was, I didn't fuck with Spartan last year at all. Um, the year before, I did the Ultra. Uh, 2021, I was satisfied with how I did that. I met my goal. I beat my goal. But that was the only one I did. 2020, I didn't do it. 2019, I did the Beast in the Sprint uh, in 48 hours. And uh, I, it's crazy. The the Beast, in the same course, kicked my ass. And I still trained for it. Almost worse than the Ultra Beast did, which was double two years later of just training tactics. But I experiment a lot. You know, I do. So... We had, I want to talk about this first, our oldest granddaughter. You know, we had three granddaughters, only two of them in our li- are in our life, and we have a grandson. Our oldest granddaughter is a few years older than all of them, which her being eight and a half, the next one being uh, the one that's removed from our life, not part of our life. Uh, she would be about to be eight in August. So let's talk about the ones in our life. And it would be her brother, her gra- our grandson. He's four. He just turned four in March. And our youngest granddaughter, which is will be three in June. So I started impl- trying to implement this with them because our oldest granddaughter, if you hear me talk about her or you know her or you see follow me on social media, uh, she went and did the – she went with us to do my first Spartan Ultra in 2021, October 2021. And then she went with us, let's see, about 14, 15, about 13 months later, a year later. Let's just say a year later. One was October 2021, the Ultra B Spartan here here in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And then she went with us in November 2022 to do my first Ultra. Not my first Ultra 
I've, I had done th- four or five ultras already, but my first ultra in a race, as far as uh, a race of that magnitude, um, I do a lot of virtual stuff, a lot of stuff I dialed in on apps, uh, which was the Barrier Island in Port Aransas. Well, I'll say this. It was my first 50-mile race. That was non-Spartan. It was only running. So I, I, I told Mama Sita and the family I want to start uh, getting these kids into some of this stuff just getting their feet wet and it doesn't mean it's going to take doesn't mean they're going to love it but i want to expose them to this so our oldest granddaughter our bella did her first kid spartan race this weekend it was my idea so my understanding with kid spartan because none of my kids did it uh none of our kids have done it uh, none of our none of our family and she's the first one so i it was pretty important to me and uh my understanding until they get 14 uh they have a half mile. It's like eight or ten obstacles a mile. Eight or ten obstacles. I believe it's ten. And they have a two-mile competitive. So I worked with her a couple of times and worked with her on her pace and showed her burpees and uh, stuff like that. She's in second grade, uh, going to the third grade. Uh, it's crazy. And uh, I decided to start her with the one mile. And we got out there and she did very well and uh they allowed us to run beside them i stayed outside the the uh the tape and ran beside her and my goal wasn't to push her to make her compete with people it was to tell her to control her breathing control her pace to ignore the fucking parents they were pushing their kids yeah right away you had parents saying don't wait on them run over them Go around them. Uh, don't let them get in front of you. Yelling loud. Ridiculous. The thing about stuff like this is you're not on a team. You're competing with yourself. And I say this over and over. When you play team sports, people are either, you got coaches and parents maybe yelling at you or getting on your ass. I was that parent at one time. Didn't know I was that parent when I was younger. In my 20s, I was. I, I, I didn't know what I was doing, and I was a young father, and me not having a father, and no one ever came to my games, really, and I was a reasonably good athlete at that time, you know, I mean, uh, uh, above average, I would say, and I, I, I didn't know what to do, so I, I was I was a little bit too aggressive, and I realized how stupid and how much of an idiot I sounded like, so I, I corrected that, and uh, Spartan and shit wasn't even around back then that I knew of. But when people are encouraging you or getting on your ass and you have the the mentality in your head and the thought, people in your mind, that you're letting the team down, you tend to get yourself going and you, you do it whether you want to or not. But when you're out there by yourself, you heard me talk about this in ultra running, no one's making you do it. No, you can quit anytime you want to. But you still got to walk back. Whatever it is. No one's clapping for you. They're clapping for you in the beginning and they're clapping for you at the end. These Some of these ultra races, I'm, I'm not speaking for my Bella, my granddaughter. I'm speaking for what 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 any of them would do, including her going forward, if they decided to, to, to become this and engage in this kind of a life. No one's clapping for you. You're out there by yourself. 
the only ones that are encouraging you or talking to you is the racers on the course, which they're trying to get through the shit themselves. Um, just the parents like that are ridiculous. They get on my fucking nerves. I call them one-uppers. They're uh, over. They want overachievers. And no matter, even if you fucking do good, great, or dominate, you have to ask yourself why you feel like that you have to compete at that level. Because people that compete at that level, and no matter how good you are, how much you dominate, you're still insecure. And you got some something that makes you insecure and less confidence no matter how good you fucking are. And chances are, here's the truth. People that do that, it's not just that. They do it on every fucking thing. That's why they're called one-uppers. And she did well. And uh, they didn't keep time, but I kept her time just as a measuring stick. Kept it to myself. Uh, I ran beside her and went and did my race. And um, did an extra lap. And she was ready to go again, man. I loved that. That's what I wanted to hear, that it wasn't enough, that she wasn't done. And that's that's what I feel like now that I've transitioned into ultra about the smaller races. It's not that they don't count. It's not that they're not tough because they are. They are tough still. You still signed up. You still made a conscious effort to sign up, spend your money, drive out there, come from wherever, whether you're doing one race, don't give a fuck about points, or you're a sponsored athlete and make a decision to do something tough for the fucking weekend. Yeah, it's true, and I admire that. But I've noticed that since I've been transitioning into ultra, yeah, I can move more efficiently through the races, and I can move faster if I wanted to. What I noticed since I work, I concentrate on the mileage now. That the shorter races don't really do me much good. There was certain thing. There was some specific things I wanted to accomplish this year. And I said I wasn't going to do them for the smaller races anymore after this year. For a while. But with my grandkids, I think the two younger grandkids, I'm going to initiate it with them earlier. Our grandson will be five next year. I think he should do it. And then what I'll do is bring the youngest granddaughter. He came this year and watched. Next year, I want to sign him up. So, oldest granddaughter started at eight. They start him at four. Maybe I start him at five. Bring the youngest granddaughter, let her watch, and start her at five. I don't know. But if any of our other grown children want to do it or anybody wants to do it, what I told them was, I mean, I, any of the Spartan races, I would do it with them, and I would just stay with them and run their pace so I could help them with the obstacles. Look, I'm all about that. There's, I'm not against that at all. It's not. And, he, and here's the thing. If you don't know how it works, the early morning heats are for elite, and competitive age group. I've done them a couple of times, and I totally didn't even think about that with what I was trying to accomplish this year. And I missed the early morning heat, so I had to sign up for open, and it held me back big time. I wasn't trying to blaze through there and break no fucking record because it wasn't going to happen anyway. But I needed to do multiple laps. Okay, let me explain how that works. On the shorter races, if you decide to do multiple laps... This is crazy to some people. The multiple laps, the second lap doesn't count. They're going to take your time and chip, and you can go again. But it doesn't count. I needed the work. I was already there. So that's what I wanted to do. 
Well, being how the time that I time that I signed up for, because that's what was available, I had to run open. I'm not in the class to run elite. No, I'm not. But I have ran competitive age group, and I do better. Because there's less people, there's less groups, and it spreads out more. If you've never ran these Spartans or Tough Mudders, the, the trail has a lot of areas where it gets really narrow and it gets really fucking crowded. These, so they set off each wave every 15 minutes. A lot of people catch people. Some people get behind. You're competing against yourself. That's why you use a time and chip. So both of my heats for both days were slated after 11 o'clock. This particular course, the traffic really gets jammed up coming in there. So we left an hour early, and then I allowed myself an extra 20, 30 minutes for traffic getting in there because there's one way in, and it's the opposite one way out. I've done about, not a lot, again, just Texas courses, about five different courses, and this one is more jam-packed with traffic than any of them. It took an extra hour and 20 minutes to get in there. I was at the first day, I was an hour and about 10 or 15 minutes late for my heat. They'll let you start late as long as they haven't sent the last wave, but they will not let you start early. I wanted to do multiple laps. So I went over there and told them I need to reschedule my time. So that scaled me back about an hour and a half. Once I got everything ready, I went over there to run. And the guy at the uh, start line, one of the guys, all the I wanted to wait till the whole wave went. I, did, I hate, I really hate. It's, this is why I don't do road racing. This is why I don't do the big marathons. Because I don't want to be around all the people. This is me. This is for my own mental health. They left. I went over and talked to him. He goes, man, you can start anytime. You got your time and chip. When you're ready to start, just start. Start right here. He opened the gate. You can start right here. It's before the start line. So so I didn't realize this. This is going forward. I didn't realize this till about 15 minutes later. The, I was talking to him. Went back and talked to the mama seat that told her what I was going to do. And I was going to go ahead and start, which I was kind of excited about it because I wasn't going to start with the wave and I was going to start on my own. I told him what I wanted to do. I wanted to do multiple laps. He said, as long as you start by the time the last wave starts. You can do multiple laps. People think that's crazy. I need the training. I wasn't there to run a personal best. I was there to do laps and get the mileage. Again, I don't need a badass time. I need the mileage. I'm an ultra runner. That's what I needed. That's the way I designed it. I didn't do that in Houston, but I was going to start doing that here. So I didn't realize while I was talking to the dude, when I went back, told him, let me go tell my wife. Talk to my granddaughter, and then I'll I'll go. Well, apparently I had stepped over the start line, and I didn't realize it. Talking to him, walking back to where we where she was sitting with the cooler in the chair, and going back up there, he told me he said, "Man, he goes, I didn't realize this. You may I think you activated your chip, and it's probably been activated for about ten minutes or more. You need to go." I'm like, "Fuck." I didn't realize when I stepped across the start line, I was talking to him, him and another guy. So I took off. The whole time on my mind, 
I'm trying to make up that 10 minutes. Normally, that's just a basic kind of slow down mile for me. Not with the obstacles, not with the terrain. So I figure I could chew up about a mile and make that up. I'm by myself. I don't have to fight the crowds. Uh, so I, I, I took off and probably for about 35 minutes, man. I only seen a handful of people. It felt good. I was like, good. It'll be a while before I catch up to anyone or or someone catches up to me. Because there are people, I mean, I have no problem saying I get lapped in the ultras and stuff like that. Majority of people do not. But there are a small percentage of people that still lap me. And uh, not not in these small races, but the, 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 there's still people that will catch me. A majority of the time I catch one or two heats. Uh, usually whoever's 15 or 30 minutes in front of me, I'll catch a lot of them. Sometimes. And there's a lot of people that do that. And I'm not even close to a small percentage of people that does that. So I was probably only seeing a handful of people for the first 30 minutes. By the time I hit about 36, 40 minutes, I fucking started just getting jammed up. So this is what I want to talk about. I'm not against people out there with their CrossFit groups, their church groups, their coffee groups, their their families. Take a few pictures, do all that, but y'all jam up the fucking course, man. Taking selfies. And my thought is, it's still tough, even though there's probably six or 7,000 people, 5,000 people at least that do that an entire week. And you ought to see how many cars are out there. At the end of the day, some people still want to make it look like they're doing something more difficult than they're doing. I've talked to a couple of Spartan volunteers and people who work for Spartan. And they t- I told them I think that the groups, if you're in a group and you it's like a when you sign up for a half marathon or a marathon or ultra, they have a relay. They go they they go by themselves. I think that they should go in a heat by themselves so they don't slow us down. But then they responded is, you've been doing Spartans for a while. I mean, you're an ultra runner. You should sign up for a competitive age group. And they're fucking right. But I didn't get the early morning heats. They were already full. So I thought, I'll still get my other lap in. This cost me a total of about 15 fucking minutes. Counting that I crossed the starting line, talking to the guy. And then waiting on people. And you don't want to be a dick. If This is what I would do. I would go out and run my first what my first heat. And then the second one, I'm getting the mileage, so I'm not really worried about my time. So then I'll help people. Then I'll be more understanding and all that. Does that make sense? So then the second day, uh, our oldest granddaughter, they moved her time. We didn't realize that she got a wristband. They moved it back 45 minutes. Oh, well, let me back up. So the first day, I didn't realize they set the last. I never, I never paid attention to this. All the years I've been doing Spartan, they set the last heat about twelve o'clock, twelve, twelve thirty, somewhere in there. If I didn't get back, and uh, excuse me, uh, let's see, one thirty, twelve forty, two o'clock, I believe, whatever it was, somewhere in there. If you don't do your, you can do an extra lap, but if you don't do your extra lap by the time they, they have. You have to do it by the time they send the last wave. I didn't know that till I got done. Even though I, even with my hang-ups and fucking myself out about 10 or 12 minutes, 
I got back, and they had already sent the last wave. So I didn't get to do my second lap. So regardless of the medal, regardless of the pitchers, I was already pissed off. This is what happens when you start getting to the next level. You don't think you're – I don't think uh, – obviously, I'm not better than anybody, but I'm frustrated. So I wasn't going to accomplish the first day what I wanted to accomplish. So I get my medal, get my shit, drink some water, eat a banana, get my fucking beer, and I'm ready to go. I don't even want to fuck with it. So I said, tomorrow's a smaller race. She does her race. I'm going to do it with her. I'm going to try to help her. But also, too, I really need to do a second lap. Well, we get there. She gets her wristband and realizes her time's been moved back. I don't know why. It's the first kid Spartan race. I do it with her. Hers don't start till 10. Well, I couldn't get there. I went. This is what I thought. I seen that they were doing Spartan Trail. Spartan Trail is no obstacles, my understanding. I wanted to get some extra work in. So I went and asked, could I move my race or sign up? They said there were still openings. So I went to go do that, and I realized I would miss the race with my granddaughter. And I already promised her in her first race I would do it with her. No big deal. I couldn't do the trail. That was going to give me an extra 10K. So I had to scratch that. So I said, okay, I'll do t- I was gonna do the 10K and then do two laps on the smaller race. So I scratched the 10K. I didn't get my heat time till noon. The same thing, shorter race, I got jammed up again. I didn't I didn't cross the starting line or anything. I started with my heat, but I got jammed up. I got back. And asked, could I do an extra lap? They said, you got five minutes to start. But if you start and that you're the last one back here because you're doing an extra lap on your own, when the sweepers or whatever the, the people that come and check the trails come through, they may ask you to to just leave the trail. Some shit like that. So I was so frustrated at this point that I went, got my medal. I didn't ask her to take no pictures. Got my fucking medal, got my fucking beer, didn't take a picture, and wanted to know that my granddaughter had a good time, and she felt good, and I left. So this let me know that the shorter races are not for me anymore. I will do it with my family. If I cannot run open competitive, I'm excuse me, age group competitive, does not mean I'm going to get any place. Let me be clear about this. You have to understand how this works. I'm not going to run at all. I'm just going to sign. I will, I'll say this. I'm not going to sign up for me and my goals. I'm going to sign up to run with them. Because if any of our kids, like my stepdaughter, my daughter decides to do it, or any of them, as my grandkids get older, I'm going to have to show them how I do the obstacles and they figure out their own way. So I've seen some kids running with their parents. They're not supposed to be on the course unless they're 14. That still gives her like six years. And I believe... If she continues to do Spartan in two years, she'll she'll be ready to do that. But I noticed they run outside the course, like beside their their parents. I'm going to check into that. So it was just frustrating. And uh, so uh, from here on out, what I have left the rest of the year is nothing but ultras. It ain't. It's not a lot, but I have ultras. It was just something I want to accomplish. And I thought if I did two laps every race – for a, like say a double weekend that I would get what I need in my training. So I got home on Sunday evening, 
Monday, did a little lot dumbbells. Tuesday, I went and ran twice. I ran before work, went to work, and ran again after work. And again, you know why? Because I wasn't fucking done. I still had fucking gas in the tank. But that's on me. I didn't get signed up early enough. And uh, at the end of the day, even traffic held me up. Certain things happened. And but at the end of the day, I can't blame nobody. I, I just didn't. I didn't. Uh, I got it done. It's mission complete. But I didn't. I didn't accomplish what I want to accomplish. So that's my ideas for. If you have any questions on Spartan, get a hold of me. I'm not a fucking expert. I only can share my own experiences. So uh, the next races I have are not Spartan related. They're only ultras. You know, but uh, if the grandkids or kids want to do it, then then I'll I'll go help them, and I won't worry about my time. So if you see me out there anytime the rest of the year, I think there's only two or three uh, more Texas Spartan races that, that that finish out the year. It'll be the, it'll be doing that. So my my mindset is I like the penalty laps, but also too they've softened up Spartan. And they've made it more politically, I'm not politically correct. They've made it more, less brutal. I promise you, you'd rather do a penalty lap than 30 burpees. So I think from talking to a a couple of volunteers I know out there that I have seen over the years that are also Spartan racers themselves, enough people complained about it, which fucking blows me away. It's fucking Spartan. It's like signing up for the fucking military and then getting to boot camp and getting pissed off. I mean, it fucking, y'all y'all kill me with that shit, man. Don't fucking sign up for it. It's like seeing the red flags in a bad relationship and you fucking go marry the motherfucker. You fucking knew what you were getting into. If you didn't want to fucking do it, you shouldn't sign the fuck up. If they do away with the penalty laps and go back to fucking 30 burpees, that's what I'm going to do because that's what I did for fucking six years. So, you know, uh, people are going to do what you allow them to do. But uh, it's still tough. It's still a good workout. I mean, I, I I feel like I get, for the things I do now, I shouldn't even have been sore for those races, and I'm fucking sore. So that's five Spartan races down for the year. They're all short, but uh, mission complete. But, uh we move forward. That's what we do. It ain't about the medals. It ain't about anything. I just like, I like the experience, man. You know, I just, besides, yeah, I like my resort vacations. Don't get to go on that many. I, I love a good weekend in the pool. I love all that stuff. But besides those things, I, I even say this. Those things I cannot do unless I do these things. I don't feel like I earned it. There's no other way I'd rather spend a fucking weekend than get my own ass kicked. I fucking love it. Until next time, y'all stay humble, live savage. Love y'all.